0: Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for
1: Fibber McGee and Molly. Every weekday at this time, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Len Levinson and directed by Max Hutto. We'll join Fibber and Molly in just a moment. You like to make dreams come true, don't you? And you know what it takes, too. Hard cash on the line. How to get it? Well, that's no mystery, either. Save for it. Invest your dollars in United States savings bonds. It's the safe, sure way to earn extra dollars. When your savings bonds mature, you get back $4 for every three you put in. And even more if you hold them longer. A handsome return on your investment. And buying bonds is a cinch when you do it the automatic way. I mean on the payroll savings plan where you work. Your employer saves a couple of dollars for you before you draw your pay, so you won't even miss the money. When there's enough for a bond, he buys it for you automatically. And don't forget, every bond you buy helps to make a stronger, more secure America. It helps to keep our American economy strong. There's no substitute for safety and security. And you are assured of both with your purchase of United States savings bonds on the painless payroll savings plan. Some weeks ago, Mr. McGee started to repaint the number 79 on the curb in front of his house. But he was interrupted and never did finish. So, here he is today at it again.
2: I start out to do something, I don't stop till it's finished. Took me six weeks to get back to this job, but now. <sighs> lids sure as stuck in this paint can. May have to. Hi, Mr. Gee. <laughs> oh, hi, Les. Say, I wonder if you'd happen to have a three cent stamp. Well, I might, Les. Let me look in my wallet. I, I wouldn't bother you, but Sally took the car out, and it's kind of a hike down to Kramer's drug Store. Well, I usually carry a couple of threes in my wallet, in the pocket marked stamps. Why, that's a good place for them, all right. Yeah, here... No. There's two ones. Well, gee, that's not quite enough. I, I'd sure like to save that walk if you could just now find it. hold a... your horses, Les. Hold your horses. I'm going through the whole billfold. Oh, i got Dad red bird again. He bothers me. No stamps among the money here. Receipt for a tube of toothpaste. I save all my medical and dental bills. Income tax, you know. Clipping about how to read your own gas meter. Elks membership. Ticket stub. Ah, here's a three-cent stamp. Oh, I swell. That, that'll save me a long walk to the drugstore, Dad. Well, it looks like the only one I got, left, so I guess I can't help you. Don't like to get caught with no stamps at all, you know. Might have to write a letter sometime. Sorry. Oh. Well,
1: uh, I'll just have to walk downtown and mail it. I, I was hoping
2: that you... Oh, that McGee, can you come
3: here a minute?
2: Just a second, Molly. Yeah, that's Kramer's Drugstore. They'll have a three-cent stamp. You can get one there. Well, that's very helpful, Mr. McGee. Yeah, real neighborly. And now, my wild Irish rose, what can I do for you?
3: Not a thing for me, but you can help our little friend here. Oh,
2: hello, Teeny.
3: Hi, Mr. McGee. Yay. I didn't see you there. She came to get the old papers we've been saving for the school paper drive. Oh. She asked me if you'd help her get them all over to her house.
2: Well, gee whiz, Molly, I- I'm in the middle of a big job, and besides, there must be 500 pounds of paper there.
3: Yes, and I can't see this little tyke trying to drag 500 pounds of paper home on her little red wagon.
2: Well, now, wait.
3: The poor little tyke.
2: Now, now, now just a minute.
4: Mr. Pippa McGee? Oh, that's me, bud. And I don't want anything today, so skip along and ring somebody else's doorbell. (laughs) Okay, but before I go, there's something I'd like to give you. Oh, I know, a free sample, which puts me under obligation. Well, thanks, just the same, bud, but... I don't want it. Not even a handsome alligator bill, Foles. Nope, oh, I got one like that. With your name printed on the inside in gold. Ah, nice try, but not today. And $14 in cash. What? Plus a membership card in the Elks, a clipping on how to read your own gas meter and a receipt for a 39 cent tube of toothpaste.
3: Heavenly days, McGee. take it before he changes his mind. Oh,
4: well, your dog gone right, I'll take it. That's my wallet, bud. Of course it is. I was walking past and spied it lying on the curb. Here you are. Oh, I see.
2: Oh, much obliged, mister. He must think I'm awful.
3: Yeah, he must. Now,
4: hush up, teeny. It was
3: mighty nice of you to return it, I'm sure. Oh,
4: not at all. That's the way I'd like to be treated myself. I try to operate on that theory. (laughs) You know, do unto others.
3: Well, we certainly thank you. Say, uh, won't you come in and have a cup of coffee or something?
4: Uh, Yeah, uh, use the phone or, or anything. No, thanks. I have to run along. I got a little glow out of returning the wallet, and that's enough reward. Goodbye. Well, any time I can return the favor, you you just let me know. Not to me, Mr. McGee. Just pass it on.
3: Well, isn't that nice? He's a fine man, McGee.
2: Yeah. Lives by the golden rule.
3: I really admire that man. You know, it isn't easy to live by the golden rule these days. Oh, I don't know. Well, do you? Could you? Why, of course I could. Of course you could, Miss McGee.
2: Sure. What's so hard about that? For
3: how long, ten minutes?
2: No, for a whole day.
3: Yeah, for a whole week.
2: Yeah, no, 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 wait a minute. A week is... Okay, okay,
3: for a week. Let's get this straight, dearie. You think you can live strictly by the golden rule for one whole week? Starting when?
2: Starting right now. Might as well.
3: Oh, boy. Does that mean you're going to haul all those papers over to my house in my little red wagon, Mr. McGee? Who doesn't, hmm?
2: Why, no. Whatever put that idea into your little noggin?
3: McGee, the golden rule... Remember?
2: Yeah, but that don't apply in the... Uh, well, that's what I say. Come on, Jeannie. Let's get out them papers.
1: <laughs> Back to West Vista in a minute. Intelligent Americans who have seen pictures of the recent H-bomb tests realize that today's world situation demands alertness. The A-bomb, the H-bomb, and the long-range bomber have made intercontinental war possible. Enemy aircraft based in the polar regions could get over our cities and industries in a matter of hours. Our Air Defense Command uses an extensive radar network to detect possible enemy aircraft, but there are dangerous gaps in this defense system. Hostile planes could penetrate these gaps by flying between the radar cones at low altitudes. To cover these blind spots, the Air Force needs a civilian ground observer corps. A trained civilian plane spotter could give the warning that might possibly save thousands of lives. Civilian ground observers are urgently needed, especially on the east and west coasts and in the northern states. It will take but a few hours of your time each week. Volunteer now for this vital service to your country. If you are teenage and up, get in touch with your local civilian defense center. <laughs>
3: I told Mabel Toops and Monica Miller about you going to live by the golden rule for a week, McGee, and (laughs) they think it's just wonderful.
2: Yes, and I'm going to keep in practice from now on.
3: That's the spirit. You betcha. What are you going to do for somebody now that you wish somebody would do for you?
2: I'm going to finish painting the number on that curb out there on account of I wish somebody would do that for me. (laughs) I got a hunch this golden rule deal is going to be a little rugged, kiddo, but by George, I'm sticking with it.
3: Ah, bless his heart. He's really trying. I just hope he can stick to it. Well, don't expect too much, Mrs. McGee. Remember, a leopard can't change his spots overnight. After all, to switch the habits of a lifetime like he's trying to do... The only
2: trouble is, everything that comes up, I have to keep asking myself, what would I like to be done unto on a deal like this? It's these constant decisions that make... Hello
1: it... Johnny! Oh, hi, old-timer. What's the fixing to do? Down on your knees there in the gutter with a paintbrush in your hand. Paint your number on the curb...
2: No. Oh, no, no. I'm doing a mural for the public library, depicting the coming of the white man to 14th and Oak in 18010.
1: Oh, come on now, son. Is that any way for a fellow that's trying to live by the golden rule to talk? To his elders?
2: You betcha you it is. If I ever asked anybody such a silly, stupid, obvious question as you just asked me, that's exactly the way I'd want you to treat me.
1: I'm just the boy that can do it, too, Johnny. <laughs> In fact, I'd probably slap you in the puss with a wet paintbrush for a silly question like that.
2: All you gotta do is treat other people the way you'd like them to treat you and hey! Hey, look out! Huh? Where? I can't see. <laughs> oh my gosh. She hit him right broadside. Hey, the woman in the big black car. It was her fault. Come on, old timer. Maybe somebody's hurt. Oh, uh, uh, come on, Johnny. Oh, uh, what happened? I no, looked the... the wrong way.
3: Pretty McGee, heard... uh, e, you saw what happened? The
2: woman in that big black car made a left turn. Right into the little green coop. She never gave a signal or nothing. And he had the right-of-way.
1: And furthermore, young man, I had the right-of-way. Didn't you see me signal?
2: No. no. Did Did you make a signal? I
1: certainly I'm did. kind of dizzy. I bumped
2: my head. Here, here, fella. Here, don't wander off. You, you feel all right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. What town's this? <laughs> yeah. You'd better get back in the car and sit a while. You, you've been kind of shooken up.
1: Nonsense. He's probably been drinking. I'd like to smell your breath, young man. And
2: while you're at it, Mrs. Whatever-Your-Name-Is, you might like to get a whiff of your breath, too.
1: Well, I beg your pardon.
2: I beg his lady you run into him. I saw it. He had the right-of-way, and you didn't make no signal.
3: That's not so. I was in the right. Surely some of you others saw it happen. McGee, come here, McGee. Hmm? Say, I just recognized that woman. It's Mrs. Johns. She's the wife of the county commissioner, and they're both big society wheels.
2: She's such a big wheel. Why didn't she swing it around and miss that poor kid's car? Look at the... (laughs) Hey, hey, cut that out. Don't pull him apart. Wait till the cops get here. Well, the lady just wanted to see how bad her car was hurt, Mr. McGee. Hey, Les, this young fellow looks kind of beat. Let's you and me help him into my house. Well, let him lie down, hmm? Oh, what do you say, young fellow?
1: Huh? Oh, oh, I'm all right. I, I'm on my way to Springfield. I, I got a job waiting on...
3: Oh, McGee, catch him, he's fainted. Oops,
1: oops, I got him.
2: Les, old-timer, grab his legs.
1: Uh, grab him, Les.
2: We'll carry him into our house.
1: Careful now, McGee. Really now, aren't you two taking quite a risk here? What do you mean? Well, you don't know who this stranger is. He's probably been drinking. He may have a criminal record. Now, if I were you, I'd put him back in his in car. And if I
2: were you, sis, I'd go home and destroy myself.
1: <laughs> Look, if
2: I was in a strange town and my car wrecked and me knocked out, I'd want, well, I'd, I'd want exactly what this boy is going to get little thing called the Golden Rule. Right, Molly?
3: Right. Only let's not stay out here making speeches. Let's get him in the house and phone Dr. Gamble.
1: We got him, Miss McGee. We'll carry him in. Uh, We'll carry him, daughter. And uh, hey, Johnny, uh, when you stooped over there, you dropped your wallet, son. Huh?
2: Oh, thanks. Molly, lock this wallet up, will you? That's how this whole dad-ratted thing got started.
0: and Molly will be right back. It's your ear, and I'd like to borrow it for just a moment, if I may. This is Dave Garraway with a few small words about a rather large program that I hope you'll enjoy every Sunday on NBC. Large is a strong word. Maybe I should say it's two hours. And it does run for two hours. It's called Sunday with Garraway, and from here it looks like a not unreasonable way to spend a kind of a pleasant Sunday evening. It has everything in the way of variety, Music by the best music makers in the business, including those who play show music, those who play pops, the new records, the old records, a sprinkling of light classics, a sprinkling of jazz, both cool and hot. There is a laugh here and there, and there are people from all over the world, too. People who write books, people who read books, people in show business, people out of show business. We have NBC's international circuits to bring us talk from Saudi Arabia if we want, or from Hoboken, Illinois, if we need it. Why don't you try us on NBC this coming Sunday with Jim Fleming with the news? This is Dave Garraway inviting you to Sunday with Garraway.
3: That's you, McGee? What did the doctor say? How is the boy?
2: He's okay. Doc says he's got a mild concussion. Should be well by tomorrow or Sunday. Doc's taking care of him at the hospital.
3: Did you see any more of Mrs. Johns? Ah,
2: that old battle axe! All she's worried about is her busted bumper and fender. You should have heard that husband of hers trying to change my story, trying to shut me up.
3: Oh, that's one thing I'm not worried about, sweetheart. Nobody will ever shut you up.
2: You said it, they won't. <laughs> Good night.
3: Good night, Al. <laughs>
1: NBC has brought you Fibber, McGee, and Molly transcribed. With Bill Thompson as the old-timer, Bob Easton as Les, Marvin Miller as the man who returned the wallet, Lee Millar as the boy, and Gail Bonney as Mrs. Johns. On Monday, Fibber's attempt to live for a week by the golden rule will lead to further complications. This is John Walt urging you to be with us again on Monday night. Here, Jim Fleming with the heart of the news, tonight on the NBC Radio Network.